0: You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 12. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hi, everyone. Hope you're doing great. This is Kim Eagle. I am an award-winning personal trainer, and I'm excited to have you here with the podcast this week. I apologize. I did miss a week on the podcast last week because I was in San Francisco doing the Escape from Alcatraz Triathlon. It was absolutely amazing. I can't even tell you what an incredible event it was for me. And so many of you were giving me such encouragement and support online, on Facebook, on Instagram, And I just want to thank you all because all of that support really does make a difference. And I have to encourage all of you before we get started with our segment today, please go out there, pick something that you're interested in doing that scares you just a little bit. If you don't think that I was terrified to do the Escape from Alcatraz triathlon, you're crazy. The day I signed up for it, I didn't even think or couldn't even imagine that I could actually do it. And then accomplishing one of the hardest triathlons out there, it was just the most incredible moment for me. Something that I worked hard on for about five or six months training and overcoming so many fears. So that kind of accomplishment, it just... It's an incredible feeling, and I want so many of you to reach past your fears so that you can have that same experience. So definitely get out there and get a little uncomfortable. Pick something you might want to do that scares you just a little bit. Okay, today we're going to talk about a very important health topic that is highly overlooked, and that is getting enough fiber. So often my clients, especially when they first start my program, are not eating enough vegetables. Sometimes they'll have fruit, but they are totally missing the boat on vegetables. And when I explain to them that I'm not just trying to be like a mother that says, hey, eat your fruit and vegetables, it's because their fiber is so low. And that's one of the things that I have my clients tracking is how much fiber they're taking in. And when your fiber is too low, it's definitely doing a disservice to your body. So we're gonna talk about fiber today. How much should you be eating? What type of foods have that kind of fiber? Why should you be eating it? How is it a benefit to your body? So let's go ahead and get right in. And the first thing I wanna tell you is that yes, we all know we should eat fiber because, why everyone? Because everyone knows it helps constipation. If anyone's been following me long enough, Or if you've ever heard me when I was on the JB Morning Show on the radio, I used to talk about pooping, having a bowel movement, quite often because as I say, it can make or break your day. Am I right We all know that's the truth. I know you feel the same way, but having enough fiber is definitely important so that you're having a bowel movement. So that's one thing we're going to talk about, but let's talk exactly what is the fiber? What is it and why do you need it? Dietary fiber includes the parts of plant foods that your body cannot digest or absorb. So unlike macronutrients uh, like fat, protein, carbohydrates, those things your body breaks down and absorbs. Fiber is not digested by your body. Instead, it passes through your stomach, through your small intestines and the colon, and out of your body. So that's actually what the dietary fiber is doing. Now why do we need it? As I just said, the first reason is it regulates your bowel movements. And as we know, that is absolutely fundamental in our day and in our mood, right? So, and this sounds a little awful, this this is going to be a little graphic for you here, but the fiber actually increases the size of your stool and it softens it. So a bulky stool, isn't that a nice way to say it, is actually easier to pass and therefore is going to lessen your chances of constipation. Now, another factor on that, on, on the opposite side, is if you have loose stools, adding some fiber can actually help absorb the water and, and bulk the stool back up. So it kind of helps you on both. It helps if you're constipated and it can still help if you have loose stools. And just as a side note, when my dogs actually get loose stool, I actually give them some high fiber cereal. So uh, we just put a little high fiber cereal in their food because it will help bulk up their stool. So it works the same for adults works the same for dogs another reason that we need it is it actually benefits your bowel health and when I talk about bowel health I'm talking about it decreasing the chances of getting hemorrhoids and diverticular disease so another certainly important part of your health it's also going to lower your cholesterol levels maybe you've seen before that things like oats can lower your cholesterol same with beans and flaxseed The fourth reason why is it helps control blood sugar levels. This is very important to benefit those with diabetes, and actually, they say a healthy diet with the insoluble fiber may reduce the risk of developing type two diabetes, and we certainly don't want that. So if you are ever borderline on type two diabetes, you might need to bump up your fiber levels. The fifth reason why is it's going to help you maintain a healthy weight. Something that we talk about a lot, obviously, high fiber foods are more filling and that is why you want to eat them, right? You want to eat something that fills you up because if you're full, you're less likely to want to go back and get seconds and eat more and more. So if you're eating something, you want it to be high in fiber so that when you feel full, you don't have to take in more and more calories. So that's really going to help you maintain healthy weight levels. Now the last. Reason is some new research. This is fantastic. This is really good information for any of you out there who have daughters. Listen to this one. The new research says that women who eat more high fiber foods during adolescence and young adulthood, so especially things like a lot of fruit and vegetables, these women may have a significantly lower breast cancer risk than those who ate less dietary fiber when they were young, according to a very large scale study that was done by researchers at Harvard. So I thought that was particularly interesting. If you have daughters, it is their youth, it is their adolescence that is a very crucial time to make sure they're getting in their fruits and vegetables and basically getting in enough fiber. Now, often my clients ask me, and I will certainly tell them right away because I want to get them on track with fiber, how much fiber should you actually be eating? And I bet you've never even tracked this before, and you don't have to track everything, but you know, for the next five days, it would be interesting for you to track if you're even getting in enough fiber. So the Institute of Medicine is recommending the following for your daily fiber intake. For men, it's different for men and women, it's also different by age. So for men who are 50 years old and younger, you want to make sure you're getting at least 38 grams of fiber. Men who are 51 and older, you want to be getting 30 grams of fiber. For women 50 and younger, you want at least 25 grams of fiber, and if you're a woman who's 51 or older then you're gonna want 21 grams of fiber. Now, I can assure you that if you are not eating a lot of fruit, vegetables, whole grains, your fiber number is probably not even close to that amount. So I really do encourage you, track for the next few days. You don't need any fancy tracker. Just every time you eat something, see how much fiber is in it, add it all up at the end of the day, and see if you're even close to the amount that you should be getting in for your recommended daily fiber. Now, what should you be adding if your fiber levels are low? The best way to bump up your bulk, (laughs) as I like to say, uh, the first thing you want to do is you want to start adding a lot more whole grain foods. And we're going to talk about exactly which ones to add, but whole grain foods you want to bump up. You want to bump up your fruits as well. You want to bump up vegetables, beans, Peas and legumes also have a ton of fiber, and also nuts and seeds. So all of those things are things that you can start thinking about adding, maybe for that snack, instead of snacking on some type of carbohydrate that's very low in fiber, start thinking about adding some vegetables, some nuts, even seeds, things that are going to actually benefit your health. Now, the things you want to avoid that are not going to help you get your fiber levels up are the refined and processed foods. Things like canned fruit, canned vegetables. If you see a pulp-free juice, toss it. You need the pulp. That is the good part. So I even encourage you with your young kids, when they're young, they usually don't like the pulp. Well, if they had it from the very start, they might not even notice it. So you might see if you can get them to drink juice with pulp in it from day one because that's really the fiber that they need. Also, avoiding the white bread, avoid the white pasta, any non whole grain cereal. Those are all things that are very low in fiber. And the reason why they're low in fiber is because the refining process that they do when they're refining it actually removes the outer coat, which is the bran from the grain and when they do that that's lowering the fiber content that's the part the part they're taking away is the part that your body truly needs so definitely think about that when you're feeding those kiddos when you're feeding yourself start thinking more and more if it's going to be a high fiber value for you now a lot of people ask me well i don't get enough fiber so i'm just gonna take a supplement what about that can i just take a fiber supplement Well, they basically tell you that whole food is always going to be better than a supplement. So things like Metamucil, Citrucel, FiberCon, all of those are supplements that you can take, but it's not recommended. You can get the fiber that you need through real Whole food. Now, the supplements, they just don't have the variety of fiber that you need. They're not going to have the vitamins that you're going to get from that whole food or the minerals and even other needed nutrients that the whole food is always going to provide. So it's always my recommendation. If you're having any kind of constipation or bowel movement issues, first see how much fiber you're taking in. Let's see if we can bump that up with real food to work on that problem before you just go to a fiber supplement. Because really, if you reach for the fiber supplement, you're probably going to need it forever. And that's something you want to avoid. You don't want to be on a supplement forever. We always want to use real food whenever we can. That's going to be a benefit. And there's always that realization that you have to remember Supplements are not regulated by the FDA, so at the end of the day, we don't know everything about what is in these supplements. So when we can choose a whole food to help with our health, that is always going to be the best option. Now I will say, if you're constipated, you're having a lot of bowel movement issues, bowel health issues, and the increased fiber from whole food is not helping you. That's what I'm going to recommend. Go see your doctor. Make sure everything's okay with your health, your bowel health. Let them recommend a supplement if that's something that's going to be needed. But I like to call the supplement your last resort instead of your first resort. So really picking whole food is always the way to go. Now, how can we add more fiber? What kind of things can we actually eat? How can we do it? The easiest way is to start your day with it so i'm a big oatmeal fan oatmeal is definitely a great benefit um so having oatmeal or a whole grain bran or fiber cereal in the morning how do you know it has whole grain bran or fiber it's going to be in the cereal name almost always that is something they're usually going to boast about so getting your day started with your bran and your fiber That's going to help you get enough in for the rest of the day, Um, or to start your day, I should say. I I always say to my clients, if you miss it in the morning, it's just harder to get the levels that you need through the rest of the day. So, kind of spread it out throughout the whole day. Another thing you can do is make sure that your grains are whole grain. So you're looking for things like whole wheat whole wheat flour, or even another whole grain, but it should be a whole grain and it should be the first ingredient in the label. So that's important as well. That's telling you that that's the majority of what's in there. You want things like brown rice, wild rice, whole wheat pasta, bulgur wheat is also very good and high in fiber. Another thing that you can do is instead of using white flour, swap it for whole grain flour. So I have a whole wheat flour that I use at home. I don't have any white flour in the house. I always go for the whole wheat flour, or you can add beans, peas, lentils to your meal. That's a great thing. Sometimes you go to a salad bar and they have lots of things like that. You can add start looking at those beans, peas and lentils as a way to bump up your fiber in your salad. And then always I'm telling my clients, you need more vegetables. They just don't eat enough vegetables. Ask my clients. Probably one of the things I say daily is you didn't eat enough vegetables. I would love to see you eating three to five servings a day. Generally they say five servings, but I'm lucky if I can get people to eat three servings. And when I'm talking about vegetables, I really like to see things like broccoli, asparagus, cauliflower, spinach, Kale, not so much of the potatoes, things like that, even corn. Those are not my favorites. Even peas are not my favorite, although peas do have some good fiber. I really want to see you getting your vegetable levels up. And then you also want to have fruit. I wouldn't say that fruit is unlimited. As most of you all know, fruit is very high in sugar. If you can get two to three servings of fruit a day, that's fantastic. It will help with your fiber, but it is not an unlimited item because it is very high in sugar. So especially again, for anybody who is diabetes or are on level or like leaning towards diabetes too, sometimes your doctor tells you, you're kind of close, you're leaning that way. You really do want to watch your fruit intake. And the last thing that you can do to really make sure you're getting your fiber in is when you reach for a snack, instead of just grabbing anything, ask yourself if it has fiber in it. Make your snacks the fruit snack, the vegetable snack, even the nuts and the seeds. Those are great things that you can grab and they're going to fill you up because at the end of the day, as we said, we want to have that weight maintenance and you want things that are filling. So snacks that are high in fiber are always going to be filling. Now let's talk a little bit about some of the highest things that have that fiber in them. So like what is the highest fruit fiber you can get? Raspberries are pretty much the best. So if it's the season for raspberries, that's a great fruit to grab. It has actually eight grams of total fiber in one cup. It's one of the highest fruit fibers that you can possibly get. The next after that is pears, and you always do want the skin on that. So the skin is an important part for that fiber. And then the next one would be apples. So always go into the store and go for the raspberries, the pears, and the apples. Those are going to be some of your best, best fruits. Now in terms of grains and cereals and pasta, the whole wheat spaghetti has some of the highest Fiber content, so that's a great one. I eat whole wheat spaghetti all the time. I do. I eat whole wheat pasta. A lot of people think I don't eat pasta. I eat everything, everyone. I just eat the most healthy one that I can find, so it's always going to be a whole wheat one. Uh, barley is also very high in fiber, also bran flakes is a great way to go. And then would you believe air pop popcorn, which is a favorite snack of mine, one of my favorites, also has some fiber in it. It's not a high, high fiber, but hey, if you need something to munch on, at least you know the air pop popcorn is going to have fiber in it. Split peas, if we're looking at the legumes, the nuts, and the seeds, the split peas are some of the highest lentils, and even black beans. So adding those black beans, no matter what you're eating, um, a lot of people like to have like beans and rice, or when you're having any kind of Mexican food that you make at home, uh, add black beans to it so you get that fiber in. And then let's talk about vegetables. One of the highest fiber vegetables, and this is fantastic because it's like my favorite vegetable in the world, artichokes. Isn't that a good one? So artichokes have 10.3 grams of fiber in them. So a boiled artichoke, you know, put a little lemon in the water, fantastic vegetable to eat, tons of fiber, green peas, even though they're not on my favorite list of vegetables, they actually do have a lot, 8.8 grams of fiber, and then broccoli, 5.1 grams of fiber. So that's still up there as well. And so those are some of the best foods if you were going to pick that do have the highest fiber in them. And if you're going for high fiber, you may as well get the one that has the most with it in. Now, the only thing I will say to you, I want to give you a warning. If you're someone who doesn't eat a lot of fiber right now and you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm going to make a conscious effort, I'm going to start eating more fiber, you don't want to add too much fiber Too quickly. All right. This is something you want to ease into because sometimes it can cause gas, it can cause bloating and abdominal cramping if you're not used to it and you just basically increased it too much too fast. So I do caution you, it is something you want to add gradually over a few weeks. So my recommendation is take the next few days, three to five days, see how much fiber you're actually taking in. Without trying to bump it up, first see what you're sort of doing on a normal daily basis. If it's nowhere close to those values that you're supposed to take in per day, then I want you to take the next few weeks to gradually bump it up. So that way you're able to take in the fiber in a much more comfortable way because there's nothing worse than being bloated and having gas, even though you're now eating healthier. Am I right? So that is something to take into account. And the last thing you want to think about is that you actually want to drink plenty of water. So fiber will work the best when it absorbs water. So you always want to stay very hydrated when you're taking in the extra fiber as well. And that's everything for today. I can't really express it enough. Fiber is such an important part of our dietary health. And when people are trying to lose weight, it's very overlooked because all they care about is taking in calories. How many calories did they get in? You know, They're not thinking about things like fiber, things like sodium, all the things that I educate my clients about because all of these things play a very big role in your health, in your weight loss. And if you're just looking at calories alone, that is not going to benefit your health. And so often people are deficiting their calories way too much, and we've done a podcast on that before, on how that's going to harm your body. I'm always trying to help my clients educate them to show them what is healthy eating? Because healthy eating will then generally lead to healthy weight loss that is sustainable. So making sure that fiber is a part of that health is definitely going to help you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I'm always asking if you could give a review on iTunes for the Earn That Body Podcast. You can tell me how many stars how many stars I get if you like it. Also just letting me know, giving me a review, what you like, if you didn't like something, and always going to EarnThatBody.com. Go right to the contact page if you have any questions for me, interest in the Earn That Body online programs, or if you have a great subject for a podcast that you would like me to hit, that is a great way to tell me. And I appreciate all of the reviews I've received so far. They have been amazing. let me know that you like what I'm doing and that I'll continue to do it. Right now, it's summertime. I never know when you're going to hear the podcast, but if you're listening to it currently, I hope you're enjoying your summer weather, staying hydrated, and staying healthy. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope.